Edge at 9. What's up, Mile High City? Jake Meyer filling in for Danny Williams till he gets here. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and text line to join the show. You can find me on Twitter at Jake Meyer Radio. Danny's at Tweets Danny. Tweet at us to get involved with the show as well. And my goodness, let's go Avs. And, you know, Avs fans, brace yourselves because this is only the beginning. This is game one, overtime. Be ready. This is not going to be the only overtime game in the series. I can guarantee it. There's going to be at least one more overtime game this series, and maybe even more than that. What a game last night. Avs came out strong with that 2-0 lead in the first period. And remember, it's cliche, but it's true. 2-0 is the most dangerous lead in hockey, as they did give it up. Uh, they, they, the Lightning were able to bring it within one, two to one, and the Avs get an, a third goal against the Lightning, which is the first time in the playoffs that Vasilevsky has given up three goals in the first period, which, you know, there's a first for everything. Now, the, uh, the Avalanche have also been the first team to go five hole on Vasilevsky as well. And that's phenomenal. The Avs are doing things that no other team has been able to do against the Lightning and this tremendous goaltender in Vasilevsky. And that first period quickly, quickly <laughs> came to an end after the, the, the momentum came to an end after the Lightning in the second period, you know, tied it back up 3-3. And the the fourth period, uh, the the third period, rather was intense. Just waiting for something to happen, waiting for the next goal to be scored, and you know, eventually the clock winds down to zero, and you they force overtime. And at that point, you're just thinking, oh no. The Lightning, been there, done that, back-to-back champions. They, they're not phased in in overtime games. They know what to do, and and that's when Vasilevsky's at his best, is in those crunch time situations. But it wasn't enough to beat the Avs. The Avalanche now move to four and one in overtime games in these Stanley Cup playoffs in this run. So they have shown time and time again outside of that one Blues game where McKinnon you know, made that beautiful coast-to-coast goal with 59 seconds left. And uh, obviously, you know what happened. They, they, they blew that lead, and then they lost in overtime. That was their one overtime loss, and that was an anomaly. That was a fluke. Never should have happened. But. They now move to 4-1 in overtime in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They are unstoppable. They're a team of destiny. I don't care what anybody else says. The, I, I get how good the Lightning are, and I get how good Vasilevsky is. But I go with what Landeskog said yesterday. To beat the best, or to be the best, you have to beat 
the best. And that's what they did yesterday. And they took a 1-0 lead in the series. And, you know, David Hurlbut was, you know, asked, uh, he brought up a, a good point, a good question. Do the Avs have to win game two for you to feel comfortable? No, for me, it's, the answer is no, because the Avs are undefeated, undefeated on the road in these Stanley Cup playoffs. So I don't think it's you know a must-win game two. You already took your 1-0 lead. You already got one game at home. And at worst, you lose one game in Tampa, in my, in my opinion. At worst, the Avs will lose one game in Tampa. It's a lot. It's a it's a lot to ask of the Avs to go undefeated throughout this entire playoff run on the road, especially going to you know the back-to-back champs house. So, I don't think it's a must-win in Game Two, but it would feel a hell of a lot better if they were able to take a 2-0 lead against the Lightning. But when the the Lightning have their backs against the wall, that's when they you know find a way. They they bounce back. And they will take a series to seven games. They will fight. They will scratch and claw their way back into the series. It's happened in the Rangers game, in the Rangers series, in the Maple Leaf series. You know, the Lightning have been battle tested all playoffs long. Going against the Maple Leafs in round number one, where the Maple Leafs were a heavy favorite to win the Stanley Cup it, for a lot of people. Then they go against the President Trophy winner, winning Florida Panthers, and then obviously the best, one of the best goaltenders in the league with, with Igor. And now they're going against the best team in hockey, the Avalanche. I- I'm not afraid to say it. The Avs are the best team in hockey altogether. That the the skate work that these that these guys play with with McCarr, McKinnon, all these guys. They, they rub off on each other, and, and they motivate each other, and they have finally gotten to the cup, and they get game one. You know, and this game really shows me the depth of both teams, not just the Avalanche, because no Kucherov goal, no uh, Stamkos goal. Brady Point, Braden Point came back, and, and he wasn't too much of a factor. He didn't score. Yeah. McKinnon, he didn't score. You know, you know McCarr, nothing. At, you know, the the captain got the first goal, but you know you're not seeing, you know, the big stars come out in game one, and that just shows the depth. For I mean, with with Lakinen, a uh, a trade deadline acquisition, Nachuskin, you know he he was not expected. To make this big of an impact. But he has been phenomenal. And then with the game winning overtime goal. Burakovsky. It, it, it sent you know ripples through the city. Of excitement. Adrenaline pumping. You couldn't have asked for a better game one. Than what, what we saw last night. And this is exactly why. You know, the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Stanley Cup final is one of the best of the best, one of the best sporting events of all time. You get the best teams in the Cup usually every single year. You know, 
Last year might have been an anomaly with with the Canadians going to the to the Stanley Cup last year, but they were riding a hot goalie, and anything can happen. But the Stanley Cup, this is exactly what hockey fans needed. The Tampa Bay Lightning, one of the best teams over the past, you know, five years. And the Avs have been nothing to sneeze at in the in the past either. You know, they've just They've just had playoff struggles. They've had injury issues. They've they've choked a couple times. You know, it, it, I'm not just going to make excuses for the Avs for what happened in the past, but that built character. That brought them to where they are today. And that is to the Stanley Cup. And look, there's three more wins left. That's not too much. That's not too much to ask for, is it? Look, the the Avalanche, like I said, are a team of destiny. But going back to the depth of the Lightning now, no Kucherov, no Stamkos, you know, Braden Point, and they had, you know, they had um, not not the starter, not the stars of the of the show. They had. Uh, Paul score a goal. You know, Sergachev, you know, he's he's a great defenseman. So I'll give I'll give them that, but you know I think Rantanen, he got he got robbed of a couple of goals, but they went in nonetheless, so it's not too, too big of a deal. So, I'm sure he's feeling good about about his performance. But we're Coming up on a break, we're going to set up a break. We're going to talk about some NBA finals throughout the rest of the show. There's some some NFL and NBA news, some trades going on. There's a lot of trade packages being built around, you know, Bones Highland and and what the Nuggets could, you know, try to get another superstar on this team. There's a lot to talk about here on the Smile High Morning Show. 303-831-1340 is the Go Fast Energy Drink Hotline and Text Line. And we'll be right back on the other side. Let's go. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The Avs wind us. They dined us. Hot cha cha cheese, a little vino. Mm-mwah. My compliments to Chef Bednar. Dang. That one felt good. Hey, did you think it was going to be easy? <laughs> nah, it ain't easy being cheesy. It's never been. You knew you were going to get a championship effort and comeback from the lightning to win in overtime like that damn it felt good that's two straight overtime victories for the avalanche huge game winning goals one for lakin and now one for burakovsky man i don't know Is, is that not the biggest moment of your entire life right there oh yeah no doubt about it as a player if the Avs lose game one in overtime, 
we're in big trouble. Everything changes. We're reeling. That's a championship team. We're not quite there yet. That's what it looks like. All that kind of stuff. Jake, imagine. Imagine it. Let's go into um, the multiverse right now. Okay, we're in the multiverse. And uh, the Avs, we just started the show. And we just came in and the Avs lost. Ready? Oh, man, Jake, tough loss. That oh, totally shucks. sucks. Oh, man, shoot. We're probably going to lose a series now. I hate life. See, that's what it would have been like. <laughs> that's exactly what it would have been like. So, uh, man, I'll tell you, that is spectacular. Landeskog, who we talked about um, as, man, I don't know. You know, the, the Avs had to be, that house wasn't worth restoring. It was a total teardown. Okay? Demo crew, just come tear the thing down. Beep, beep, beep. All the neighbors pissed, street blocked off, the whole thing. Okay? You've been there. We've been there. They tear that thing down. It's just dirt. Okay? It's just dirt. Do you have any uh, draft noise? Like, and then, with the third pack of the 2010. Right, this is all made up. Uh, NHL draft. The Colorado Avalanche select. Gabriel Landeskog. Yeah. Where was he really drafted, and when was he really drafted? How close do you think I was? Let's see. I think uh, it might be pretty close. Gabe Landeskog. Wife? No, I don't want that. It just came up. Uh, 2011. Oh. Huh. Second overall. Mm. That's kind of right there. I'm all over it. He's 29 years old? Damn, I forgot. He was, again, he's only 29. Landeskog. Holy cow. It just feels like he's a lot older because well, he's been a captain for so long. He was. He was the youngest captain in NHL history at the time at 19 years old and 289 days. It was only right for him to get the first goal. Oh, no. That's the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, he kind of, you know, stole it from Miko a little bit. Well, I mean, whatevs, but, but, you know, we're. It went in nonetheless. We were the first guys to say what? This one's for Gabe. This one is for Gabe, right? Absolutely. Or should we do the Elway version? This one's for Gabe. He wouldn't want me to do this, but this one's for Gabe. <laughs> ah, kind of a little, you know? I don't know. Good for you, bud. <laughs> uh, John can't do any wrong. Anything John do does is cool. He was, he, he's even aging cool. He's got like, looks super old now, but like. The Marlboro Man, or like, we're going to California and Texas, and or John's looking like Robert Dakota Redford. Oregon, Here's John. Washington, this one's for Michigan, this one's for Gabe. Damn! Imagine that. Wild. That you'll people will never remember it. But if you can go back in time with me for a second, Jake. He, Howard Dean was like a he was one of the front runners. And then that uh, Polish dude who ended up being the pervert, uh, Ryan, uh, no, not Ryan Edwards, <laughs> John Edwards, his cousin. Who's your helper there, Danny? Is that Ryan? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, hold on. My daughter's talking to me. Can I take the Switch game out? Gianna's days here to come. Gianna Williams, how are you? First it was JJ. First was JJ. Then Livy. Then Livy. Now G. Got Gianna. And making a, uh, his first appearance on tomorrow's show <gasps> with better 
hair than Jake. <gasps> it's Geo. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> That'd be sweet. He's too little. You got to see this hair he's got right now. He's got so many got looks. Lots. He's got a little pony thing we do. He's got a lot of different looks we put on him. That's the beauty of long hair. Is, oh, I know. You, you know, you just mix it up. Now I'll just take any hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be happy with that. <laughs> okay, so it was meant to be a little bit for Landis Gugliotosa. It's like you can't. When Peyton came here, we said, enjoy the journey. Don't rush it. Let's not be bored with training camp. Let's not hate pre the preseason games. Let's soak up every moment of every game and every, you know, really every second that we have Peyton Manning on this team leading us. And again, I've said a lot of great things over the years. Quite frankly, nobody, nobody does, does it better. better. It's no slogans, guys. Just, Just great, great radio. radio. But I felt like that was some of my best stuff because the journey, the ride, the highs and the lows from what we had no clue what Peyton would look like if he could even play to, uh, to you know, 2013 Super Bowl devastation. Uh, John Fox eventual firing after or moving on to Chicago after uh, 14 and then, you know, the Mecca Super Bowl 50. I mean, like the greatest Super Bowl of all time. If you're going to win any Super Bowl, probably want to win 50 or one. You know, when it wasn't fair, it was, you know, when Joe Namath was like, we're going to kick those Colts' asses. I guarantee it. Ah, I want to kiss you. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I don't Joe. care about the Jets. <laughs> I don't care about the Colts. I want to kiss you. There was no lady, you know, there's no um, lady sideline reporters back then. I don't even think they can vote back then. You know, shoot. Um, but you get the point, I think. Was there a point? Anyways, uh, yeah, it it was spectacular. the The journey that these abs kind of have been on, you know, I feel like I don't. <laughs> did we? Are a lot of fans, would you call it jumping on the bandwagon? Have we jumped on the bandwagon? No. This has been years in the making. I agree. I think this has been years in the making. What I really think is this is Colorado. Okay? So this ain't like Cornhuskers football where it's like rain or shine, win or lose, I'm going to be out there for my team. You know? So all they, you know, all those folks have to do other than Cornhuskers football is walk backwards in the cornfield. And husk corn. Yeah. And husk corn when they're not, you know. Watching Cornhusker football. So, it, this is Colorado. Do you even know who our father is? Look at the... Hey, oh, what, shoot, dude. I don't know what I want to... Maybe I want to ski today. But if I don't ski, I might golf. People are like, I'm sorry, what? You might do what? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure. We might just go... Mountain biking. Yeah, we might go hiking. Or do you know what? We're thinking like a little um, Red Rocks and then maybe Morrison thing. Morrison and do a little ice cream thing. Oh, well, really? We could just smoke that cron and sit on the couch. That's a great option, too, because we got the best of that. Quite frankly, nobody, nobody does, does it better. better. It's no, no slogans, slogans, just great, great marijuana. Ah. We're on the same page. <laughs> so Yesterday, one of the boys at practice goes, hey, coach. Coach, I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Cade. 
do it for the kids. Uh, that's not a good sign, though, when we got the whole team. You know, we already know I got a couple moms who are regular listeners. <clears throat> Nancy. <laughs> no, it's all fun and games. So Until someone gets hurt. Uh-oh. Going back to the game. Yeah. Talking about if someone gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. The physicality in that game. There was a there was a point in the game where both teams had thirty six hits in the third period. <laughs> both teams had thirty six hits, and this is just going to be a continuing trend. Yeah, but and the Avs matched the Lightning. You physicality. can't play that game. The Avs will make you pay for that kind of stuff eventually. That's a sign to me of like the Lightning already trying to find ways to. Well, maybe that's again. This well, that's the Lightning's game: is physicality, defense, and, and pushing you around, just being bigger, stronger, and better than you. And the Avs—that's the one thing I was worried about—is that they wouldn't be able to match that physicality, and they did all game long. And they actually one-upped them. Manson was working. Helm, big hits. Are you kidding me? Big hits. <sighs> big cheer. Are you kidding me? What was that? What is that? All right, let's go to break. We'll come back. Thanks, Jake, for that little first seg. Of course. Your ledge. Ledge uh, might be strong. Folk hero, folk hero. Uh, we'll talk about where I uh, had a fan sighting last night. Where was Mr. Unlimited? And Mr. Unlimited. And so much more stuff we got to get into. NBA Finals as well. It's Miley Sports. My favorite of theirs. They got a ton, and it's like, and I like it because it's not one of their top five or six necessarily, but it's like their seven, eight, or nine. Huh. No doubt about it. I love this song. Me too. Your kiss. Mm-hmm. So spectacular thrill ride of an effort from the Avalanche and the Lightning last night. Much respect to the Stanley Cup champs, the reigning champs. They're an outfit. They don't play dirty. They um, play hard. They're talented. Uh, They got right back in that game just when you thought the Avs were in firm control. I think at this level and... um, I think how talented these two teams are, all these games are probably going to be pretty tight. Oh, this is not going to be the first overtime game. This is not going to be the only overtime game. There's going to be multiple. I agree with that. Is that a bet? That's got to be some kind of, does a game go to overtime? Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Game in in regulation tied? Yeah, for sure. What's that kind of money, do you think? Uh, Probably like a plus... 250? Yeah, plus two, 250. Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Especially this series. You know, it might even be shorter odds than that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, NBA Finals coming up tonight. Hey, you heard that Birdo say that before? Tonight. He's the, he's that, uh, the other place that I used to work at. Um, Rhymes with maltitude. Uh, yeah, yeah. He gave that bird. He always says, "Coming up tonight." It's like his thing. He's got one thing, and it, yeah. that's, that's it. It's kind of funny, you know. Uh, 
What happens with the Celtics and the Warriors tonight? The Golden State Warriors close it out. And win it all tonight. Take win it the all. the Warriors and the three and a half points. Take the Warriors and the points, and then they become champions for the fourth time in the last eight seasons. <sighs> Remarkable. I think that's... I think that's almost Bulls-esque. That's not quite Michael Jordan-esque, but as a whole, it's weird. There's kind of, That's getting close to Bulls-esque because they did this all within the LeBron era. Era. They did this all within the LeBron era. You know, it's crazy. So, And they did it knowing we know now they probably should have had one more in there. Not two or three more. It's hard to win championships, you know? But they probably four should have been five. Yeah, especially with the injuries. But you got to win this one to prove that. Right. Because then we could talk about you like, well, if Jordan didn't go play baseball, they'd have won eight in a row. Yeah, probably. Probably. You know, would they have lost one of those series to the Rockets? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, it's Michael Jordan. But um, that's the kind of stuff we can kind of talk about and... Um, theorize on what could have been if Clay doesn't get hurt, if Steph doesn't get hurt for a season, Draymond's, you know, got some rust on him now. They're, um, again, they have a really incredibly expensive roster in the luxury tax crazy that they had to kind of reconstruct after the Livingstons and the Bogut's and the JaVale McGee's were, you know, their kind of main complimentary role guys it's hard they do a great job there they've done a fantastic job well they've built through the draft and they're they're starting to do that again you know they drafted Jordan Poole and he came up through the G League a little bit and he became something you know bigger than himself in this playoff run he's become something special and throughout the whole season they drafted Jonathan Kaminga who you know could be something special you know, moving forward. Moody? Did you mention Moody? No, not I haven't even mentioned him yet. And they they went out and got Wiggins. And no, I was talking about my wife. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I meant Man, the player Moody. You're asking for I it meant today. the player Moody. Use her on one today. Use. <laughs> use, man. I love use. We got a text from F. Lewis. Oh, I love that guy. He says it's all fun and games till someone gets hurt. Then it's hilarious. <laughs> How? Let's see here. Did there seem like there was any rust on the Avs after the big layoff? None whatsoever. I thought none whatsoever. No, they came out hot, 2-0. I, I thought they looked fresh. I thought they looked good. I actually thought down the stretch of the game, the lightning looked kind of wore out. And kind of the youth of the Avs and maybe the extra layoff had them a little bit of extra legs. That could have maybe, you know, while they didn't win it in the third period, kept the lightning off the board and, right. you know, stopped them from, you know, completing the full on down 3-1 comeback to win 4-3 in reg. Well, one of those goals was was just a dumb mistake by the Avalanche uh, when Eric Johnson, you know, hit the hit the puck. It, it kept it within range and then Kemper overplayed to one side on that same uh, situation, all in that same sequence, and it, and it made for an easy goal. That was that was a dumb mistake by the Avs, and that's what got the Lightning back into the game, plain and simple. 
And then at the end, where you know, to your point about the the lightning kind of being worn down a little bit, the the that final power play with uh, Maroon, you know, do, having them delay a game, he was gassed and he was just trying to clear the puck, but it, it kind of sailed on him a little bit, and it cost him. You know, that that final power play, even though the Avs didn't score, it was relentless. They they the Lightning couldn't handle. You know all that pressure and all that. You know all the abs attacking them for for the end of the third period and at the start of overtime, for them to withstand that that final stretch from the abs. Damn, it was. If you were really into that game and watching that game, the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs were, it was wild. But that's where you know people say, oh, you know. Playoff hockey is the best of all of the playoffs. It's good. It's amazing. It's really, really good. You know, but it's weird because like I was, I was even telling our like our, our baseball guys yesterday. You know, watching a you know baseball game now at this time of the year, you kind of walk by the TV, checking the score. You 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 ain't you ain't really into it. But come playoff time, the World Series, it's like every last you're hanging on every pitch. Every pitch kind of matters. And I was trying to get that to like our little guys. I was like, guys, it's not a regular game. We got to, you know, be turn our level of focus and intensity and toughness up a little bit. You know, we we're trying to do something that we've never done ever before. So um, it's hard. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the in playoff hockey and, and all the playoffs, the intensity just takes it up a notch, and especially not not just in the playoffs, but in the Stanley Cup Finals, in the World Series, in the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, the intensity is just, you know, ridiculous. And I think that's some, something that the Super Bowl is missing. It mm, is why do you know? I think why it's because the home crowd. Well, okay, that's they're missing the home crowd. That's the intensity is just not. I would say the long, the sustained, level. drawn out commercials. So many commercials. It's hard to get in the flow and a rhythm of that game. That's the reason for the twenty-eight to three comeback. It's because literally all the extra stops of timeage, you know, um, that New England had just to get back into those game, into that game. Um, who else? Remember there was the uh, weird power outage. That the Ravens and the 49ers, the 49ers got back into that game after that little power error, which people thought was like a conspiracy theory after after that. But um man, what what a game. Oh. We'll never forget this one. We'll never forget last night's game forever. And I wasn't in the building last night, but everything that we kind of talked about yesterday was true. The atmosphere, the intensity. It was it was probably the most rockingest ever of of a night in the history of that building. There's never been an NBA finals played there. Okay. And there's never been a Stanley cup finals played there, Jake. That was all at McNichols. Right. Okay. So there's been, um, you know, Ron Stein opening for Marilyn Manson. That probably rocked. I'm trying to think, you know, they're, uh, you know, cause tramps like us. Baby, we're born to run. I mean, Springsteen probably rocked that B out with Max Weinberg and that dude from Tony Soprano's crew who's in the band. Um, they probably rocked it, but there had never been a atmosphere in that building like there was last night. Go talk to anybody who was there. I wish I was there. Should have found a way to go. Should have found a way to go. Should have fought somebody here for a credential. 
Yeah. Yeah, you should have. Um, I could have, you know. I mean, Cody's real huge out there. I probably couldn't beat Cody up, but no, I'd have choked out a couple other dudes around here. Like Andrew would have been like the first guy on the first level that I would, you know, bad guy. And then, you know, if the final bad guy's Eric, you know, because he burns you. One of his uh, things is his, his, his. He's got cigarette burning abilities. He just like just bring you. And then um, he throws you off with his attire. As well, I'll hit you in the face with that. Never mind. He's getting married. Congratulations! Congrats. <laughs> so with the overtime win, yeah, with Lakenin getting the rebound and then not shooting right away made all the difference. And passing Finding for the, the game pass, winner, passing that to was Burkowski incredible. Because- you know what? I was thinking the same thing. That like, what was in his head at that moment? To not just put one back on. He did have a guy in front of him. That's why he made that sick little pass. And maybe it's as simple as that. That he just, you know, didn't have the look. Felt mad. It's like, like, something like that is feel. He's not like, has to look back to see if the guy's coming. He knew one of his skaters, maybe they're chirping. You know, when I'm running down the basketball court, I go, ah, ah, ah. I'm making bird calls. And they know I'm there. It's about that communication. It is so, and the chemistry that they had. You it know, is. It, it was incredible. That little pass was just every. Oh, it's a beautiful. It's exactly what they needed. Vasilevsky. Damn, that was so sweet. Vasilevsky was waiting for the shot. He was waiting for he another shot, and he wasn't expecting it to go the other way. And coming from a different angle. Yeah, that's what got him the dub. He was ready, but not ready for that. You can't be ready for that. It's perfect ex- execution at the highest level. And from a guy who they just acquired at the trade deadline. Caps off to the Avs and to Bednar. Dang. So Russell Wilson was there in attendance last night. Had an Avs jersey on with his, like a matching colored RG, not RG3, uh, RW3. RW3? Isn't he number three? Yeah, he is. He's Russell Wilson. RW3, RW3 yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. It doesn't sound as good as RG3. Yeah, but yeah. Stick with Dangerous. Yeah, it's not bad. He should just roll with that. Mr. Dangerous. Let's see what Mr. Dangerous sounds like. Ready? Mr. Dangerous. Nah, Mr. Unlimited sounds better, actually. Let's try Mr. Unlimited. Ready? Mr. Unlimited. Nice choice of the music. Let's go to break. Come back. We'll do a little NBA Finals. And we'll do a little bit more Bronco stuff. We'll talk about field day, everybody. Dang. How would we have done in field day together? We'll talk about it on The Other Side. It's Miley Sports. Actually, um, Thursdays are kind of like our Fridays. Fridays we take off mentally. I mean, we're here physically, like our bodies are, but up here, we're already gone. All gone. So this is kind of like our Friday, so let's kind of have some fun here. Uh, Rocky's at 1 o'clock today, I think. Sure, why not? Who cares? That's sad, right? Well, I mean, when you got the Avalanche and the, the Nuggets and the Broncos... 
all kind of doing big things. Do you know what uh, happened last night or yesterday in the NBA? I saw that Tristan Wood. Christian Wood, yeah. Christian Wood? Christian, Christian, yeah. that's what I said. I have a lisp. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Uh, Christian. Tristan. Christian. Christian Wood. That's what I said. Are you sure? Catholic or Christian Wood? Catholic. Cri- <laughs> Christian Wood, who's like 20 and 10 every night for a Poop Rockets team, got traded to the Mavericks for uh, basically the 26th overall pick and then four expiring contracts. Expiring contracts. So, um, good move by the Mavericks. This guy can play, he can hit threes. He's had a couple nights against the Nuggets, I thought. Um, he was a good player. He's a good player. And he's just uh, up for a contract, too, as well. Uh, he can play defense, too. He's going to have a great year for the you know for the Mavericks. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a work ethic issue in Houston, but who wouldn't? I mean, who wants to play for that poop organization? Um, and I think now that he's going to be playing with a star like Luka, who's going to be setting him up for success. Yeah. And oop. After Oop, I mean, he's going to have so many open looks, it's going to be ridiculous. Christian Wood and Luca is going to be a, a nice duo. I just saw that, and I thought that was interesting. I thought, like, oh, dang. Um, that I, that was something I hope that the Nuggets would have maybe tried to play on because he's a versatile big who can do a lot of different things. And what a, what a uh, upgrade to from Jermichael Green to... Christian Wood, that would have been. No doubt. You put him at the power forward position, yeah. that is, that's a nice get. That would have been sweet. Um, Okay. NBA Finals tonight. Steph had 16 points in his, one of his worst shooting performances, literally in his, you know, uh, entire career back to his, you know, rookie days. I expect him to be great tonight. And I expect that to be the difference. I expect there to be fireworks tonight with Draymond uh, and that Boston crowd. And when Golden State wins it on that Boston floor, I expect Draymond to be... Assaulted? Crazy. Act a fool. But maybe get like a soda thrown at him like Ron Artest. Ron Artest was just laying on the table. Like laying on the table, and then someone like flung a, a drink like this, whoosh, and it landed right on him, and he just that was enough for him. Malice in the palace. And then he beat up on the wrong dude for a couple punches, and then found the right dude and wailed blows upon his skull. How how was I don't do you know what I don't remember? And this had to have been like under you know um, like the NBA's best job to cover that kind of stuff. I don't remember big like lawsuits or payouts for those guys. And the guy, I heard they're buddies now. Who? Ron Artest and the guy he beat up. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I would have still wanted at least five to ten million for that. Of course. I mean, because you live in. Well, Cherry you still. Creek. <laughs> Do you even knit? Let me get my lawyer on the phone. Todd, you are so sued. Consider yourself sued. My dad is gonna sue you. Remember that when kids who would say that when you were a kid. Oh, my goodness. I never understood that. I was like, what? How does he know so much about the legal system, this kid? I was like, I don't know. He lives in the projects. I don't think his dad's a lawyer. I think he's lying. Lives in the Westwood projects. And then late at night, you're thinking, oh, my God. I'm going to have to go to court. (laughs) 
I don't want to go to juvie. Remember that, juvie? Be scared. You ever go I, to juvie? I, I never had to worry about that. Me, I, was, I never I went was to a, juvie. I wasn't a perfect kid. But I never went to juvie. I was a good kid. You were a good kid? Well. What kind of trouble? What was some of the most heinous stuff you ever did? I was a little bit of a bully. Oh. That's not I don't want nice. to talk about it. Yeah. Save it for Oprah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Who's a hero tonight for the Warriors? And what do those Celtics have to do tonight in order to? Because, you know, Pritchard, white boy, non-factor, missed like four threes and they pulled him out of the game, didn't put him back in the game. Uh, Derek White, our guy from CU, has lost all confidence. That guy came out and uh, put a little bit of a show on early in the series. And a guy plays their third most amount of minutes, Derek White, for the Celtics. Okay? he don't, you know he's, He comes off the bench but plays... 30 minutes a game, 30-plus minutes a game, which is the third most of any player on that roster. So, you know, think about that a little bit. And um, Game 6 Clay is different. Game 6 Clay? It's a thing. His mama call him Clay? I'm going to call him Clay. Clay. He's going to go off. He was getting warmed up last game. He Five threes for Clay tonight? What's I, the number? I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> if it's anything, if it's four and a half, three and a half, I'm betting. Let's take and a If peek. it's three and a half... I'm I'm fully confident Clay will hit that. Damn. Because last game he was heating up. He had 21 points, five threes. He's gonna do something similar tonight. Game six, Clay is different. Tonight, tonight, coming up tonight. Uh, let's see here. Run those numbers. Clay threes. Clay threes. Okay, I'm moving here. I'm running down here. Okay, I got it right. Here, the number on Clay to make five threes is only plus one sixty eight. That's it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Damn, that sucks. <laughs> what about? There's no juice there. I know. There's not. There's not an option to make six threes. That ain't a thing. Damn. That ain't a thing. Nah, Neds. That sucks. Well, I don't want him to make six. I mean, like, I, I don't six. There's too many. Five's the right number. I'm looking around here. Jason Tatum hasn't had a, been a hero yet this series. Jason Tatum has to go for 35 to 40 points tonight in order for the Celtics to win. I personally believe that U.S. Americans. I personally believe that. Clay Thompson over three and a half threes. Is it a minus 138? It's not bad. Wait, Clay at over three? Over three and a half is at minus 138. That's interesting. I like I'll that. I'll put a that in a parlay. I had to put that in a parlay, though. Of course. Interesting. What's the unders for Derek White for everything? <laughs> Derek White. Derek. Well, we'll talk about that on the other side. Back on the other side. My, my, my sports. Certain things you just can't refuse. She 